On episode 533 of the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast, we welcome back Dr. Anna Kabeka and discuss her book, Menopause, five unique eating plans to break through your weight loss plateau and improve mood, sleep, and hot flashes. You can find the full show notes for this episode at 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash 533. If you decided you're ready to make a change to reclaim your health and fitness, the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast is here for you. Each week, we dive deep into health and fitness topics that affect those of us over 40. I'm Alan Meisner. I'm an NSAM certified personal trainer with specializations in corrective exercise, behavior change, and fitness nutrition, a FAI certified functional aging specialist, and an OTA level two online trainer. I'm joined each week by our co-host, Rachel Everett. She is an NASM certified personal trainer and a RRCA level one run coach. Let us be your coaches as you find your way on your health and fitness journey, all right? Let's go. Overwhelmed, backsliding, stuck, frustrated. These are just a few words my new clients tell me they were experiencing before we started working together. How about you? Do you find there's not enough day in the day? That even when things are good, you find yourself stuck, sliding backwards and frustrated, like you're running in deep sand and getting nowhere. I get it. Running four businesses, some days I don't know which way is up. But about 10 years ago, I managed to crack the code and it changed my life. Since then, I've gone on to help hundreds of people do a 180 and find a way to lose weight, get fit, and feel younger than they have in years. I wish it was as simple as reading a book or listening to a podcast, but each of us has a unique path with our own challenges and opportunities. You have to find your answer because it's different than mine. Even so, there's a simple way to solve it to crack the code to your health and fitness. It's right here now. If you'll come on this journey with me, I'm reopening my online training with a six-week program designed to walk you step-by-step to a healthier, fitter you. You can learn more at befitfortask.com. With a 100% money-back guarantee, I'll work with you to lose eight to 10 pounds in that six weeks as we start you down the path to being fit for task, go to befitfortask.com. So what's it going to be? Do you go on with this episode of the podcast and the rest of your day? In six weeks, six months, six years, where are you going to be? Change, at least the good kind, doesn't happen on its own. You have to make change in your life. Are you going to make change? To be fit for task to lose weight, to get more fit, to be who you are meant to be. Go to BeFitForTask.com and take action now. Hello, Raz. Hey, Alan. How are you today? I'm doing all right. How are things with you? Good, good. As we record this, we're leading up to my race day, which is this weekend. This is my final week of taper, so I'm just going to enjoy myself this week. Good, good. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and unlike a lot of people that would be in your position, you're not carving up, you're not no. you know, changing, really changing anything about your nutrition. And 
Um, that's that you know that's a different take than what y'all read elsewhere of what you do mm -hmm. for a long race like this. But you you know your nutrition, uh, you're set. You've done the yeah. training, so mm -hmm. you're set, and you have a yep. plan. You have a, an actual plan for approaching this race, which I think is is outstanding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My trainer, um, only suggested that I not change my eating habits this week that I eat, um, get in enough calories. I may not be as hungry as I would be as I'm running tons of miles and doing tons of drills, but just to maintain my standard way of eating. And in the past, um, I would do something very similar and I, I'll, I just prefer to play it safe this week. So no, no restaurant eating, no crazy spicy dinners, nothing that I think could even possibly upset my digestive system. I just want to keep it status quo as I lead into race day. Yeah. It was funny. I was, <laughs> uh, there was this, this article, they were talking about how they, they opened up a Popeye's restaurant in the UK and mm -hmm. everybody was complaining that the mild was too spicy. Oh, <laughs> I don't think oh boy. Good, good. Don't, don't <laughs> no, no, don't get me wrong. The spicy is, I love the spicy stuff. Um, I love it, love it, love it. Uh, in fact, yeah, we went to, I had Vindaloo this weekend and uh, I have the sauce in there so I can put it on my eggs. Um, mm -hmm. So I love spicy foods, but it was just, mm -hmm. yeah, they, they were complaining that Popeye's chicken was too spicy in the UK. Oh gosh. So they might, wow. not make it. they might not make it over there, which is probably just the better because it's not the best food for you to be eating, but <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so good. You've got control. Yeah. There. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, things here are going pretty good. Uh, you know, we're, we're winding down to our big season for uh, focus. So Lula's will start to pro probably wind down. We've been fully occupied pretty much for the whole time since we opened in November, wow. which has been good. But, uh, you know, it's just that point we're like, okay, go, 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 go. And then, so hopefully we're going to get a little bit more of a, a opportunity here to, to settle down. Uh, Tammy's planning a trip to Ireland. Um, oh my. and then we're going to have our uh, anniversary break, which will just be a kind of a staycation for us. And so we're, we're planning those things, uh, nothing huge, uh, you know, and then just, just being, I, I am looking at launching my six week, six week, six week program again. Um, I'm kind of going back and forth or rather I do it as a, uh, a group thing, like where we I literally have everybody come through together or rather mm -hmm. I do it, you know, at their own pace over a six week period of time. So that's kind of where I am planning mm -hmm. it, but I am planning on going live again. Um, I only take clients during certain periods of the time, and that's really just to fit my lifestyle the way I want to. Uh, so if you are wanting to work with me, this is a good time to send me an email, uh, Alan at 40 plus fitness. I'm sorry, coach at 40 plus fitness That's coach at 40 plus fitness. And let's get you on the list. Let's make sure you're, you're aware of what I'm going to be doing as I figured it out, but it is a six week program. The intention is to teach you what you need to know, uh, to lose weight, to get fit, um, uh, to figure out where you need to be. Um, and so it's a, it's an educational thing in addition to the, on the direct coaching. So it's a, it's a very direct intensive coaching for you about what you need where you are, uh, with what you have, uh, to do what you want and be who you need to be. So, um, if you're interested in that coach at 40 plus fitness.com and, uh, we can start that conversation. That sounds great. All right. So are we ready to have another conversation with Dr. Kabeka? Sure. Our guest today is triple board certified and a fellow of gynecology and obstetrics. 
integrative medicine, and anti-aging and regenerative medicine. She has special certifications in functional medicine, sexual health, and bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. She is the author of the USA Today bestseller, The Hormone Fix and Keto Green 16. She has been interviewed by all the major television networks and has been featured on InStyle, HuffPost, and MindBodyGreen. With no further ado, here is Dr. Anna Kabeka. Dr. Anna, welcome back to 40 Plus Fitness. It is great to be here with you, Alan. Thanks for having me. You know, initially you brought up the concept for me anyway. I mean, I, I talked to some other people, but in general, how uh, we, we, there's, there's pulls and pushes and there's a keto community and there's a, a plant-based community and, and never, ever should we go between the two. You know, you got to pick your tribe and you got to get on one side or the other. Uh, and then you come out with keto green, which is, which is basically saying, yes, you can have your meat and your vegetables too. And you can do it in a way that promotes health. Your new book, Menu Pause, five unique eating plans to break through your weight loss plateau and improve your mood, sleep, and hot flashes. Um, love the title. Thank you. <laughs> but it, it takes a lot of the concepts from your previous two books and it kind of lays it out in a way to say, okay, food is medicine. So let's use it that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the bringing in these different pauses in our life, and I say there's magic in the pause, right, Alan? We really have to look at it that way. And especially when it comes to our hormonal shifts, whether we're talking about menopause or andropause or whatever, but you know, there's magic in the pause. There's a rewiring, a reshifting. And where I was, I had fun. I certainly had fun with the title menu pause. So I thought that was great. My editor came up with that title as we were looking for a new title and I just I just love it. So I laugh every time I say it. And and the five different eating plans to each pause something different. And that came out of women in my online communities doing keto green and me now, you know, keto green since, you know, 2014, 2015 and how that's changed my life especially with hormone balance but seeing the changes but sometimes we hit a road roadblock why isn't it working for this person or why did it stop working and so that had me you know really looking at okay well what are some of the pauses that we have to make that we've had to make or adjust to break through some of the plateaus that that we can hit because when what we're doing stops working or we stop seeing those improved benefits you know we start you know, in seeing continued improvements or some of those are problem, we need to look a little bit deeper, change yeah, things up, bring some variety as the spice of life, right? Absolutely. And, and, and there's a lot of good reasons for this book, but I, I want to say before the men tune out, and I always say this in the preamble, and I'll, I'll say it again to them, is that this is first and foremost, a weight loss book, um, and a hormone shifting book, but not just for females. It is, it, if a man uses these five eating plans as a way to structure their eating, they will lose weight too. So if you're in a relationship, not in a relationship, doesn't matter. This These eating plans will help you. And uh, what you were saying about the pauses, I think that's right. I, you know, in Dr. Fung's book, The Obesity Code, one of the things he says is all diets work and all diets fail. And it's because our body will adjust to the way we're eating. So you start eating uh, a certain way, a keto diet, and then 
something happens and your body just stops responding to it. Uh, you go vegan and you, your body's doing great. You're losing weight. And all of a sudden your body stops responding to it. So this ability to have these different eating plans that structure pauses for various different things for various different reasons gives you a structure to say, okay, I'm going to go in, check this out, see if it serves me. If it does, then I'll stick with it till it stops serving me. And if it doesn't serve me, I move on. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we give it enough time to figure out every plan is designed to be safe. And we give enough time, the six days to just be that, you know, the shortest essentially amount of time to really get a benefit. And, um, and then also to see, to be able to check in with yourself, how are you feeling now? with this lifestyle, with this diet plan. And it's always more than what we eat too. And I really established like with my whole keto green approach, it's the keto green way. It's, it's the lifestyle, it's the hormone, you know, oxytocin, you know, becoming more oxytocin rich in our lives and that joy connection, that important physiologic effect of joy connection, right? Pleasure. And, um, and becoming more insulin sensitive. So when it comes to guys too, we'll see an improvement in their adrenal hormones, their testosterone, a decrease in blood pressure and sugar management and blood sugar as well in these short amount of times. And I expect it pretty much with, with every plan, because again, there's a, there's a shift or there's a change up, except for maybe the carbohydrate up plan that, that I put in as, as plan number five. Yeah. Now, you know, I think a lot of women and maybe even men, when they're, when they're going through some of these changes, obviously men, a woman's change is drastically different. So I'm not even going to try to compare what we got, we, we guys go through, through what women go through. I not even close. So don't think it does guys. I guess it feels bad, but not even close, but he's a wise man, right? <laughs> ladies, he's a wise man. <laughs> but as, as they go through this, I think the, the, the knee jerk reaction today is what supplement do I need to take? What pill can I take? Uh, you know, what surgery do I have, uh, to fix this problem? Why is food the better answer? Well, definitely, because how we nourish our body is, is a whole um, framework for how we nourish other aspects of our lives, right? And we have to give our body the fuel. We are designed to work with our environment to, you know, interact and to respond to the energies of the food we eat. So beyond the micronutrient and macronutrient, you know, breakdown of what we're eating, there's a lot more to it than that. And I think when we set up, um, as we set up our, 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 our eating plans, we also, the key aspect is diversity. And I always tell clients, like, you know, I, I interview a lot of people and so like, you know, when someone says, yeah, I eat a chicken salad every day for lunch. I just want, you know, that hand emoji to the top of your head. Like I want that hand emoji because, you know, it is, it is like, okay, well, you're eating the same thing every day. And, um, you know, that's, that's just, that's just not good for you. I don't care how good of a health food you're eating. If you're eating the same thing every day, you can create a food sensitivity to it. So the importance of, of how we nourish our bodies, how we're going to do everything. And that sets the tone for hormonal balance, our physiology, our behavior is affected by our physiology. So a balanced nourishing eating plan is key for willpower, brain power, 
you know, love power, whatever it may be that we're we're working towards. You know, so for for physical and mental well-being, how we nourish our body is is key. And so having that, um, you know, having that as food as medicine, it's absolutely true. Yeah. Now the other aspect of this that I thought was really interesting. Um, and you brought science to bear. So this wasn't just you saying, this is how you solve this problem, or this is why this problem might be worse for you than someone else's. I think we know is, you know, if you have a knee problem, you go to your, your, your doctor, your doctor's going to say, if you need to, you might want to lose some weight because the excess weight is causing knee pain. That's why part of the reason why you have the pain. So he encourages or she encourages you to go lose some weight. Why is weight loss part of a solution to the menopause symptoms that many women suffer with? Yeah, because, you know, our fat is inflammatory. And two of the things that cause worsening symptoms in menopause is inflammation and hormone imbalance. Those two things. And fat is a contributor to both of those things. We naturally become more insulin resistant as we age, and that's why we can develop diabetes or pre-diabetes in menopause when we've been doing really well up until then and post-menopause, that's because we're becoming more insulin resistant. And so type two diabetes becomes, you know, very um, prevalent in our age group. And that, that's got to stop. That's got to stop. And, and that's why, that's again, why keto green eating is so critical for this, but fat holds inflammation and it creates cytokine, basically, you know, cytokine storms within our body and inflammation creates increased hormonal imbalance. So what we see as people clear this up, you know, decrease inflammation through how we're nourishing the body, providing appropriate nutrients and, and, you know, not feeding it junk and sugar um, and inflammatory foods. We also see an improvement in hot flashes. I mean, tremendous. Within two weeks, we can see 80% reduction in hot flashes through these lifestyle and, and nutritional changes. The other big thing I want to mention is like women will say, oh, I can't fast you know, 13 hours. I'm hungry when I go to bed. I'm hungry when I wake up. Well, that's just how you've trained your body. Your body is not designed to be like that. And so let's retrain it into a healthier way that's actually going to serve you. And we know this really important factor. So built into the plan, I do at least, you know, 13 hours of intermittent fasting between dinner and breakfast. But, you know, you start where you're at. But the reason I do that is because research has shown in women with breast cancer that if you have at least 12 and a half hours between dinner and breakfast, you have a significantly reduced risk of recurrent breast cancer. So that should be number one health guideline, you know, all the, uh, you know, initials that you want, but, you know, really should be promoting that intermittent fasting as a key component of our lifestyle. And that improves insulin sensitivity. And it improves really all of our symptoms and age-related diseases that can occur. So the hot flashes, the mood swings, the you know night sweats, the difficulty sleeping will improve with you know with these shifts and how we're nourishing our body. Yeah, and the same is true for men. You know, if a man is obese, it's it's affecting their insulin sensitivity, and therefore it's affecting their hormones. And so it's creating a similar effect to us. You know, we call it andropause, but it's basically a very similar approach, similar thing happening in our body. If we can reduce our, our, our fat stores, we're going to improve all of that and improve our health. And weight loss is often a side effect of better health. 
Uh, but basically what we're showing is the main symptom we see is when we step on that scale. Yes. Yeah. And we want the weight loss, but we want in a way that we don't gain. Having yo-yo dieted, you know, from my teens through my twenties and into my thirties. And I think that, you know, especially others, you know, I, I went to high school and college in the eighties. So that's when the low carbohydrate craze was in place. And we would do all these crazy things like apple juice, fasting. And I mean, just, I mean, just nut stuff. Like you're fasting on sugar, like what the heck, if you're going to fast anyway, you know, uh, now we fast on bone broth a little bit better or just fast on water. But, um, but the key thing is, and what we know is that calorie restriction decreases your metabolism more than fasting does. And that's a really important concept for people to understand. So you're not going to yo-yo diet back and being of the, the, I would say of the warrior body type, because there's an epigenetic component. Some of, you know, we, we know this just from observing friends, family, you know, colleagues, et cetera. Some of us are designed to be um, empowered, to be very conservative with our, our nutrient use. So I always say I could survive in the Sahara for six months without food or water and I'd still be fine, I'm thriving. And I see that among many of my clients, you know, like I say they have Pocahontas or warrior or Viking heritage or Amazonian, right? Because you're designed to be metabolically um, conservative. So you're at higher risk, however, you're designed to live through a famine, right? Live through um, a deprivation cycle. But but in America, we don't have that, right? And so we're then we think, oh, I just have fat genes. I have obesity and diabetes on both sides of my family. And I want that mind shift to switch to say, no, you've got warrior genes. You've got survivor genes. You're amazing. You've got leadership genes. Let's use them. And, and so that's part of like what I, what I really want to empower people to understand this epigenetic component. So it's kind of built in into my plans and into my program. And, and that's where that whole individual, the bio-individuality comes in. Like what's right for you right now based on what you've been doing up till now and the state of life you're in, how your hormones are, are you burnt out? You know, are you like, is your DHEA, estrogen, testosterone, progesterone, are you tanked in your hormone levels? Or are you you're pretty resilient? And, and I think with this, with changing up and my goal with this, with you know, like with cross-training in the gym, cross-training in your diet is to improve your resilience. So you improve the diversity of your gut microbiome. And with that, you improve your immune system and you improve your, you know, your overall longevity and quality of life. Yeah. Now you have in the book, uh, five plans, uh, and each of them starts out with kind of a six-day approach. And, and I like the six-day approach because it gives you that opportunity to check in with yourself to see how it's going. And I think anyone can agree, you can do anything for six days if you put your mind to it. So it kind of gives them that, that finish line, even though it's not intended to truly be a finish line, but it's just give it six days, see if it works. And uh, I like I like all of that. Uh, obviously, if we've gotten ourselves obese, it's not going to fix itself in six days. So don't think that these are magic pills that are going to make everything great in six days. But each of them gives you a kind of a phase, a pause uh, is the way you like to put it. Gives you a pause on something so you can start to see the results and move forward. I want to go through each one of them because I think each of the one of them is really important. But I think it's important for them to know why would they use this plan and what does the plan entail? So the first one. And it's it has extreme in the title because it it is an, kind of an extreme one. Uh, is the keto green extreme? Can you talk about that one 
uh, why we would want to use it. Yeah, definitely. I first want to say why six days. And six days, um, if we consider that the gut, gastrointestinal, mucosal lining of the intestines, right, of our intestinal tract, GI tract, regenerates in 72 hours. So that's three days. So incorporating two, three-day cycle should be, you know, very healing and restorative to our GI tract, certainly in the cleanse. But even as we remove some of these inflammatory triggers or these pauses, as we take these pauses, it gives our body those two full 72-hour cycles to, you know, regenerate, respond, react, you know, and, and I think that's, that's where some of this checking in, as I like that you call that checking in with yourself can really be powerful. So with keto green extreme, because I've, you know, definitely have clients who have had autoimmune diseases and have reactions to nightshades. I mean, I was uh, sitting at dinner with Dave Asprey the other day and he, he sent his plate back twice because one time it had peppers and one time it had night, you know, mushrooms in it. So anyway, um, some people are super sensitive to nightshades, right? And so I removed, I removed that. And, and so it's really an autoimmune kind of following some of the autoimmune protocol, um, dietary changes with restriction of nightshades and peppers and some of those other, can, you know, um, inflammatory foods if we're sensitive to that. So see, checking in on that one is the number one reason to do that, especially if you have an autoimmune issue. Okay. The next one is, and you're using a word that I, well, there's two words that you use in two different ones when I'm talking about each of those, but it's not exactly what, what it would mean to somebody else is the keto green plant-based detox. Now, a lot of us will look at detoxes and thinking, oh, this is one of those where I'm going to take this, this supplement thing and I'm going to be, you know, going to the bathroom for three days really, really bad and then uh, not feel good. But this is, it's a detox, but it's not a a normal detox. Can you talk about this one and, and why we would want to use it? Yeah, this is a, a grain-free plant-based plan. So it's more of a keto green plant-based plan. So again, low in carbohydrates also. And um, and I wanted to address my plant-based eaters because I, you know, my keto green 16 book, I did a 16-day omnivore and a 16-day plant-based Plan. So I got a lot of feedback, right? And and then people who are omnivores did this the, the 16 day plant based and they loved it too. So being able to again do that periodically, and this is why I put it in for all of us to just detox from meat. In, and that's where that comes in, detox from meat. And plus, one of the biggest problems that keto eaters and dieters have and, and diabetics and et cetera have is constipation. And the number one thing I want to clear from your system without ideally, you know, additional drug support, vitamins, et cetera, is, is, you know, having regular bowel movements. So I put it after keto green extreme, like you can do them in any order, certainly, but I did have a method to my madness as usual. So, um, so putting it there because right now I've just reduced a lot of inflammation, but it's been pretty, pretty ketogenic. And I want to make sure your bowel and your bowels have resuscitated to 72 hours of, of um, you know, a low inflammatory diet. And let's, let's work on this to add in fiber, support the gut microbiome to add gut microbial diversity. We know that more plant diverse foods you have, the higher diversity in the gut, the better your immune system, the lower your risk of all inflammatory diseases, including diabetes, cardiovascular disease. And, and that goes again for men and women and all the menopausal symptoms. So so that's why I incorporated a six-day plant-based plan because we all need to do it periodically. 
Okay. And now we're going to go to the other extreme because you have this <laughs> carbohydrate pause. Uh, yeah. Can you talk about that? Because this is going to get some attention. It's like, wait, are we plant-based or are we meat eater? So where are we here? So can you talk about Oh my about gosh, it? like I said, variety <laughs> variety is the spice of life. And this is one of the things that I definitely had tried carnivore, lean keto green for a while and wanting to switch thing up, tried carnivore. And, um, you know, again, same thing, you know, felt good for a little bit, but then started gaining weight. I was like, wait, what's going on? Actually connected with another... Um, perimenopausal woman in the carnivore community. And she, you know, had run across this issue too, again, with women. And so like, again, and we talked about this before we started recording, it's really awesome to have diversity. There's certain plants that work for a short time and not for the long time. And that's why disruption, we want to disrupt what we're doing. And it's so good for us. And so, so, but the carnivore nose to tail, and I wanted to show people how, you know, a healthy way to eat carnivore, number one. Also, again, after I've just increased the microbial diversity of the gut, like that was powering you up, you, you know, you're taking a break from all plant foods pretty much in the, in the carnivore plan and just a healthy way, very carbohydrate restrictive. And um, again, we're pausing, we're pausing plants in this cycle. Yeah. And, and I can say this, if when you, Get your, if you go through the carbohydrate pause, when you finish it, you're going to be into deep ketosis, which is going to help with your insulin sensitivity, uh, which whichever direction you go after this um, is going to make that next plan that much better for you. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, so exactly right. Okay. Now the fourth one, and again, this is using one of the words that I typically don't like to see in, in any kind of eating plan is the cleanse. Because uh, it usually involves uh, buying some very expensive juices and uh, spending a lot of money and uh, not getting many calories and rebounding after. But yours isn't going to do that. Uh, it's called the Keto Green Cleanse. Can you talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. And um, actually ran my pre-release uh, permission from my publisher to run my um, selected group, my Girlfriend Doctor Club through this six-day cleanse. And the reason for the cleanse too, right? We're in high ketosis, number one, from our you know, carnivore, if we're going in this order. And then, so we're not hungry. We are not hungry. We, you know, we're chewing, we've had good protein. Oh, the other part of carbohydrate pause, the carnivore-ish plan is to give us more protein. Women, we don't get enough protein. And protein is so important for our muscle and muscle is magic in menopause. So, so then going into the cleanse, number one, you're not hungry. And now we really want to detox the liver and detox your gallbladder and really work to support your body. So the cleanse, and we did this six days. I start you with an oil, lemon juice, olive oil, lemon juice shot in the morning. And believe me, I had objections. They're a very, you know, intelligent group of women, but they're like, okay, if you're recommending it. So by day three, they're like, oh, I can't wait. Can I stay on this forever? Can I do this? I'm like, no, just six days. Like nothing, but, you know, we have to change things up. So the, you know, this liver gallbladder flush and, and very much it is a cleanse. So it is, um, smoothies, it is teas, it is, you know, alkaline broth or bone broth and making sure ideally you're getting enough protein and healthy fats during this, but it is a cleanse. So you are continuing to give your GI tract rest. You will see glowing skin, glowing complexion. You will feel higher, you know, higher energy. You'll start checking things off. 
on your to-do list that have been on your to-do list. And so it's cleansing off the things that are weighing you down as well as, you know, really working on an internal system. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for that. And honestly, you're not hungry. You're doing great. You're very supported. And advice from my girlfriend, Dr. Club, because some of them are used to extended uh, intermittent fasting. They're like, just follow the plan as Dr. Annett says it, and you're not going to get hungry. And that's, that's really, that's really key. So, yeah. And then the final one is, and I think this is really kind of a critical piece of all of this is at some point. You're you're going to you're going to fit a level of health and maybe a level of weight loss where you're like, okay, this is a weight I feel comfortable. And maybe it was a weight that you were when you were 29. Maybe it was a weight you were when you graduated high school and now you you know you could wear the same size jeans you were wearing then. Um, but you get to a point and now it's like, okay, I don't want to yo-yo. I don't want to go back to where I was because it worked so hard to get to where I am. So the last plan you have is the carbohydrate modification plan. Can you talk about that and some and how that works? Yeah, and I love it. And I just opened my book to one of the recipes in the carb mod. It's my Texas rodeo skillet. You know, skillets are big in Texas and everything's bigger <laughs> in Texas. That's where I'm living now in Dallas. And so like this is a modification for some of the, the beautiful skillet breakfast. So this has, a, you know, a sunny side up eggs sriracha sauce, avocados, and sweet potatoes and bacon mixed in. I mean, it's just it's just so yummy. I'm getting hungry thinking about this plan. But the reason is because being in the keto green community for so long, sometimes we've been so restricted that, you know, it's, um, uh, we need the additional carbs. And when some of my clients have had it added in, a sweet potato in the evening, they're sleeping better, right? And I think it's really important to understand that, and some of them will lose weight once they do that, because they have been really conservative. And so adding in the carb, you know, a carb up week, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing to do. And I think like, once you get through the plans, it's the principles of the plans, and how, you know, balancing the the fats, but also for flavor, the salts and the citrus, you know, that just makes things so much better, you know, addressing your full taste palette so that you're really looking forward to your, to your meals and even better. And so these concepts that have been built into the, the recipes that, um, you know, that are all you know outlined in the book have really been designed to balance and nourish and that you enjoy them too. So I think that like, I, you know, a lot of times um, we'll do a carb up, you know, we'll do a carb up day periodically. And that's, you know, and that's absolutely, that's absolutely okay. And can be very good for you unless it triggers eating disorder, unless it triggers an eating disorder. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, and just as you mentioned, you mentioned the recipe. So I'll, I'll kind of jump into that through, you believe in variety. You talked about that several times today. And so this is, this cookbook is, is really built on a massive variety of different foods and, and, and each plan has some foods that fit. And some of the foods, some of the recipes you have actually fit multiple plans and you put that in there. Um, in fact, last night for dinner, my wife and I had your um, egg roll soup. Because I, I love egg rolls and I walk by the Chinese, we have one Chinese restaurant here on the island and I walk by there all the time and I'm like, God, I'd just love to go in there and order a, a order of their egg rolls. Uh, and I was just like, no, 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 I can't do it. I won't do it. That's not what I'm doing right now. Uh, but I was able to make your soup, you know, and it was delicious. And uh, I actually had a second serving of it because it, <laughs> it was that good. 
Uh, so these are really good recipes. They fit each plan. So it's not just a, here's a plan and go figure it out. It's like, here's how this works. Here's a plan. Here's some tips. Here's some recipes. And so you build out recipes to pretty much fill the six days and you give guidelines if you want to do it yourself. So it's really kind of a cool way that you're not going to get bored because it's not like, you know, a lot of plans are eating the same foods every day. In this case, I think the most I, I saw you, it's like you cook something one day and then maybe the third day you have it again as, as a leftover for lunch or something like that. But it's not a eat the same food every day all the way through. Uh, you you work through yeah. these plans and maybe other than the cleanse, you're, you're doing fairly similar things uh, through the cleanse. But for the others, there's great recipes that are going to keep you interested uh, and you even give them a shopping list, which I think is, is also pretty cool. So uh, thank you. You know, mom raising kids was, you know, making things early. Sometimes having leftovers is just oh, one less meal I have to cook. Right. And um, so that's always, that's always definitely an option in the plan too. And maybe if there's adding something, make it a little bit more interesting too, but to create as much simplicity and shopping as possible, but it's six days. So I want this diversity. I want this experience. I want it to be an experience. Yeah. And, and it is, that's what I'm saying. As like, easy so, as possible. Like, like, you know, mine was, it's, it's, it's something I would order at a Chinese restaurant. I'm like, I, I want egg rolls. So it's like, you know, cabbage and, and I did it with pork and, you know, went through the whole process of making it. And uh, I think it took me less than an hour to, to make the soup and that included prep. So, and I'm a slow prepper. So <laughs> you know, I didn't even get to watch a whole that's TV awesome. series. Yeah. I was watching a TV show and I didn't get to watch the whole thing because I had the, the meal ready before I finished. So uh, really good recipes. You should check that out. Dr. Anna, I define wellness as being the healthiest, fittest, and happiest you can be. What are three strategies or tactics to get and stay well? Oh, thank you. Well, definitely get keto green. So incorporate the lifestyle, the nutrition into your lifestyle, that concept that is by design, uh, um, a, a number one way for certainly for me and for women going through menopause. And I think for so many, my kids are doing it. The second thing is make oxytocin the most powerful hormone in your body. And so not stress, really think, you know, how, where, where do I see love today? Where am I loving, giving, grateful? What am I grateful for? Really focusing on that. How am I showing love to those I love? How am I receiving love? Sometimes that's even harder. So um, so make oxytocin the most powerful hormone. And the third is just, you know, just smile. I mean, really smile, really genuinely feel, feel good about yourself. And for women, oftentimes we have this like, I will say the negative, you know, that nasty bitch on your shoulder talking down to you. So like knock that nasty bitch off your shoulder and enjoy yourself. And that, that concept of, of truly genuinely being happy in your own skin with whatever is in your life at this moment, it's a really powerful concept. Right. Well, thank you, Dr. Anna. If someone wanted to get in touch with you, learn more about Menu Pause or your girlfriend's doctor club, where would you like for me to send them? Definitely just come to my website at dranna.com. We have a Menu Pause book page and some great bonuses to go along with the Menu Pause book. So um, some a tracker, some additional handouts and recipes and good things to support you in the videos. I mean, cooking videos, all this good stuff is there for you. So dranna.com and then join me on social media at the girlfriend doctor. 
Awesome. You can go to 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash 533, and I'll be sure to have the link there. Dr. Anna, thank you so much for being a part of 40 Plus Fitness. Thank you for having me, Alan. I love what you're doing. Thank you. Welcome back, Ross. Hey, Alan. That was a fun interview with Dr. Anna Kabeca. You know, anytime I hear anything having to do with menopause, my ears peak up. So her <laughs> her uh, book, Menopause, sounds like a really good book. It, it is good. You know, obviously, um, I will not experience menopause. Uh, <laughs> can't and won't. And so, you know, for me, it's really just about understanding what my wife, what my clients, what my friends, what my family... Uh, what they may experience as they're going. And I think there are periods of time when we really have to ratchet in our nutrition. You know, For the oh, most yeah. part, most of us can go through life and not really think about what we're eating. But there are particular periods in a woman's life where I think it becomes really, really important. Obviously, when you're trying to get pregnant and you are having a baby, those are times mm-hmm. when your nutrition is tantamount to having a healthy baby, uh, dealing with any kind of major illness or, uh, recovery. So cancer, uh, uh, you know, surgery, something like that. Nutrition is going to be really, really important to make sure that you're addressing your body's nutritional needs so yeah. that it can heal properly so that you have a good, strong immune system, really, really important. And then of course, uh, during menopause, when you're going through significant, significant, hormone changes and those changes, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the the perimenopause process, (laughs) if you will, can take minutes where they're actually pulling out your ovaries and uterus and, uh, (laughs) or it can take decade. Um, and so as you're going through those, I mean, this is month to month, day to day, week to week, all of it changes in your hormones. And if you are just eating about doing Mm -hmm. your thing, uh, you don't have information. You, what you have is a uh, symptom mm-hmm. and you don't know if it was directly affected by what you're eating, what you're feeling, the movement, or yeah, you're just going through a huge hormone shift that you really couldn't deal with. Otherwise, mm-hmm. those are important. Uh, and with Anna's approach, you literally can sit down and look at a swath of time, the six day plans and mm-hmm. say, okay, I'm going to do this thing over six days and see if my symptoms abate. And if they do, now you have data. (laughs) Now you have Mm -hmm. information to say, Hey, if I cut out this food, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, my body's screaming at me, eat more chocolate, (laughs) but I, I don't eat more chocolate. Instead, I eat more vegetables. Mm -hmm. I eat more meat. Um, I make sure that I'm eating whole food and you feel better. Mm-hmm. you didn't need the chocolate. Right. Um, and I know that's hard to hear sometimes, you know, it's like, you need the chocolate. I understand. Yes. But <laughs> sometimes your body's telling you something and the answer is mm-hmm. actually the exact opposite. That's so true. And what's interesting, how Anna put it is, is that instead of turning to supplements or surgery or something that 
a lot of doctors will suggest, you know, a pill for this or for that. It's turning to food and food can actually really be true medicine for you. And I appreciate how she created these five different eating patterns or these five different types of eating for a six day window of time. Six days isn't that long. You can get through some sort of change and you never know how you might feel afterwards. If, if it works for you, then it's a tool in your toolbox for all these different times in our lives when our hormones will fluctuate. Like I mentioned earlier, all of us have different symptoms as we approach menopause. Perimenopause is kind of tricky that way. Our hormones can fluctuate day to day, week to week, month to month. It, symptoms could be different from another, but by trying food as medicine, at least you have another tool in the toolbox that you can pick out later on. Yeah. The only caution I'd put out there is if you're making a, a fairly drastic change, so mm -hmm. let's just say you're eating the standard American diet today or something close to it, uh, and you immediately say, okay, well, I'm going to go to the hardcore intense, uh, low carb <laughs> thing. Mm -hmm. uh, six days might not be enough time for you to fully adapt to that, that change. And so just mm -hmm. recognizing that uh, if you find that this food's affecting you and maybe even in a negative way, uh, you may need to lean in instead of pulling back and saying it's not working. Sure. The six days is a great, um, a great trial. And for a lot of people that don't have, uh, you know, say, um, insulin resistance or some other health issues going on, they're going to start seeing some potential positive, positive change, you know, weight loss and some other things will be happening during that period of time, but you might not feel really good. And there's mm -hmm. a couple of reasons for it. One, yes, could be that you're going through the change into keto and, you know, they call it keto flu. I prefer to call it carb withdrawals mm -hmm. uh, because your body used carbohydrates for fuel. And now it doesn't have as many, it's got to shift fuel systems that can, that can be a little disruptive. Uh, for most of us, it is, but there's also other things. Uh, our body stores toxins in our fat. So if you're starting to lose body fat, your body now has to deal with those toxins that it shuttled mm -hmm. away earlier and didn't deal with. And if you're under a toxic load at home or at work or whatever, now you're adding more toxins to the mix. You might feel worse before you feel better. So mm -hmm. just recognize six days is a good rule of thumb. Cause as you said, you can do just about anything for six days. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, people can go without eating for six days and be fine. But that said, if you're feeling bad, you're making a change. If it's hard, just consider whether this is something you need to lean into or whether mm -hmm. it is, okay, you did your six days and it just didn't work. And mm -hmm. let's say you tried that and it didn't work. That doesn't mean that tool is useless. Right. You know, if you needed to screw in a screw and the first thing you grabbed was a hammer, the hammer didn't work, but you get a <laughs> screwdriver and it works later on, you got a nail, the hammer's going to be just fine. So just recognize that time and space and where you are now is different mm -hmm. than where you will be later. So a tool Absolutely. today that's not useful can be a useful tool later, but there's really good eating plans in there. Uh, mm -hmm. really sound advice from Dr. Kabeka. And if, you know, hormones are an issue for you, as you go through these changes, food will affect your hormone levels. What you think will affect your hormone levels, what you physically do will affect your hormone levels. All of that's input, all of that's information. 
and it will affect how your body expresses hormones. Mm -hmm. So while you can't fix this change, because it, it's, it is what it is, <laughs> it's coming. You, can, you can reduce the impact of it with mm -hmm. the right foods. Yep. Well, you both were discussing bio-individuality and what is right for you right now is going to be different from what is right for you later. And that's just the way our hormones fluctuate. I think every woman understands and agrees with me that, like I said, week to week, month to month, our hormones, our symptoms, the way we feel just changes so greatly. So, you know, what works for you today may not work tomorrow, but the point is, is that you get to try something new. And it sounds like, um, Dr. Quebec offers several different meals that you get or ways to try to eat in order to, to satisfy those changes. It's, it's a great idea. Yeah. And, and if you're listening to this and, and the guys have tuned out, they can eat this way too. There's oh, for sure. These are healthy. These are healthy, good ways to eat. This is not like, oh, well, here's an estrogen pill. I'm going to give it to my husband too. No, it's not like that. This is food. This is really good. These are really good meal plans. They're very easy. She gives you the shopping list, the whole set. So oh, it's really cool. simple for you to kind of go in and say, okay, this is my meal plan for the week. It's the meal plan for my family for the week. I love that. Um, and so they're getting what they need to be healthy. You're getting what you need to heal and be healthy. Uh, mm -hmm. And so just recognize this is not a woman's eating plan. Uh, this is an eating plan that anyone can do uh, and be more healthy for doing it. That sounds great. Sounds like a great book. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, Rachel, we'll talk next week. Sounds great. Next time on the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast, we meet Jesse Kanzer and discuss her book, Don't Just Sit There, Do Nothing. Until then, have a happy and healthy week.